Hi everybody, this is part two. Okay, there goes an airplane. Uh, I'm at LAX right now about to board a plane to Texas, recording this on my phone. Um, so this is part two of episode 15, so if you have not listened to part one, uh, go over to episode 15, part one, check that out, and then come back over here. If you've already listened to part one, dude, welcome to part two. Let's keep hanging loose and keep going. But also, I don't want to tell you what to do, so if you just want to start with part two, I mean, you can. You can do whatever you want, you know? We're on a rock flying through outer space. Uh, anyway, uh, here's episode two. I mean, here's part two of episode 15. It's episode 15. <laughs> uh, but that was, like, really cool to see. So, yeah, um, and sometimes the bad things can, and they can, like, putting things into perspective, right? Let's say you're a big Wall Street CEO executive, and then, you know, maybe your kid goes in the hospital. And you're like, hey, I've been working, you know, 300 hours a week, and I didn't go to my kid's school play, and now my kid is in the hospital. I'm a piece of shit, and I should pay attention to my fucking child that I had. You did it. The child didn't just show up. You did it, okay? You did it. Whether biologically or through adoption, you have this kid. So pay attention to them, okay? Before they grow up and they hate you. <laughs> uh, pay attention to your 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 children. Um, you see how angry I am at this imaginary character? Because he's, he's out there. You know he's out there. Um, happiness is a weird thing. It's hard to describe or find, but it can pop up its happy little head. Jay coming in with the Bob Ross vibes. We love it. Uh, happy little head popping up. Uh, popping up out of the snow like daisies. If you know where that's from, you're a real one. Um, so happiness i was talking to my sister today and i was talking about how like asking somebody are you happy humans are so volatile right it's like asking somebody like if you're like what color are your eyes and i'm like my eyes are brown i have brown eyes i always have brown eyes it's a constant it's never going to change i always have brown eyes I'm not always happy. I don't think that being happy is like having brown eyes where it's just all the time. Sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm scared, sometimes I'm lonely, sometimes I'm over uh, suffocated with attention. Not really, I'm just saying that seem relatable. I, I, I don't get over suffocated. Please suffocate me. Uh, you know, and you need alone time. I don't need alone time. I don't need alone time. Uh, you know what I mean? But we, we, we fluctuate. We're volatile beings. We're all, sorry, Mike. We're all, all my microphone's named Mike, uh, with a K, M-I-K-E. M-I-C is, is what he is, but his name is M-I-K-E, uh, which there's no K in Michael. It's an H. So what's going on? I, I don't understand these things. Uh, it's just like, if your name's Jacob, but your name's Jake, why isn't it J-A-C-E? Where's that K come from? There's no K in your name. Explain these things. We're volatile beings. And um, so uh, being happy is not like having brown eyes. It's not a constant. 
It's not an identity. It's not a... We're like a Rubik's Cube that's always changing, and sometimes the, the side is all one color, but usually it's all different types of colors. If you're a nonlinear ADHD metaphorical thinker, then you'll love my podcast. And if you aren't, um, I would just like to say thank you for taking a chance on me and um, just enjoy the ride. Just hold on tight. Just, just put on your seatbelt and strap in because it's going to be a ride. It's like in the movie Interstellar where they're riding the black hole um, event horizon. And shit's just getting really intense. Jero and dude, thank you so much for that contribution. A very beautiful, um, very beautiful contribution. And I really appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of Delusions of Grandeur with Maddie K community. Um, I see you holding up the community and I appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Thank you for being here. <clears throat> we got Shannon. Shannon, yo, you got that diamond next to your name. Top fan this week, Shannon. Uh, Opal, you got that diamond next to your name too. You top fan this week. Thank you guys very much, Shannon. Um, okay, so Shannon's uh contribution is music makes me happy, animals make me happy. My loved ones make me happy. My friends make me happy. Dark humor makes me happy. Good food, good books, good movies all make me happy. All good reiterations. Shannon, Shannon coming in um, and just kind of gluing all of the stuff together that we talked about and just kind of reiterating all of these things, which is a good connection, which shows us that humans have a lot in common, uh, which tells us that we can share these experiences with people animals that's that's a big one dude i want a dog so bad i actually want two dogs because i feel like if i get one dog if i leave the house he might be anxious and lonely but if i got two dogs they'd like keep each other company so even though two dogs is technically more work than one dog i feel like they would support each this Lacroix is like coming back up it's fighting me um I feel like they uh, don't look directly into the ring light. It'll blind you. I feel like if I got two dogs, they could, like, chill with each other. You know what I mean? And be, like, hanging out. And they'd feel, like, less anxious. So that's my take on that. Um, music. Music. Music turns your life into a movie. Music gives you a soundtrack. When you're driving on the highway, the window's down, blaring dopamine-inducing music, and you just, you know, you're, you know, accepting an Oscar in your head for the seventh time. Not the seventh time thinking that, the seventh Oscar. This isn't my first time. Okay, thank you. Uh, It feels good. It feels good, dude um food yes of course we love food friends dark humor dark humor because comedy is the medicine comedy is the human way of dealing with tragedy you're never going to get rid of tragedy so don't take away the medicine of comedy 
comedy is it's healing okay we need comedy we need jokes we need to understand that jokes are not laws we need to understand that comedians are not politicians we need to understand that uh, things can be funny because you believe them. It's also things can be funny because you don't believe them. Um, uh, things are nuanced. A lot of comedians are on your side. Uh, they're trying to bring levity. And uh, a lot of comedians have been through some sad shit, and that's why they're funny. Um, some of the funniest people probably have been through the like hardest shit. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind, too. I don't I, I think some people feel like maybe comedians are like up here trying to like kick you while you're down. Whereas I'm like, no, the, the joke is up here, but they're down here with you trying to lift you up to the joke. They're not trying to bring you down. They're trying to bring you up. Um, Shannon, thank you for your contribution. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad all of those things make you happy. I hope that you are happy. I hope you, if, and if you're not in this moment, I hope you are in the pursuit of happiness. Um, all right, so uh, that's everybody from Facebook. Let's move over to Instagram. We got Linda who said, being with people who love me and accept me for exactly who I am, especially my granddaughter. And then the emoji with the hearts all around it. Um... I got some grandmas in the fan base. Thank you. Uh, that's fucking awesome. Got some grandma fans. This is pretty rad. Linda, thank you. Yes. Uh, you need to be loved for who you are. If people love a performance of you, they don't actually love you for you. And that's a problem. Okay. You know, you're scared to be yourself because you tried to be yourself when you were a kid and you got bullied and made fun of. It's time to be yourself. This is exhausting. Life is hard enough trying to be somebody else. It's time to be yourself. You're strong enough to do it. You can do it, okay? I feel like I'm holding your hand, and that's okay. But let's rip the Band-Aid off, and let's do it, okay? And you can start small. Uh, but, yeah, you deserve to be yourself. Everybody else is doing what they want. You should be able to as well. Um, and your granddaughter, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. I'm very happy that you have that love. Um... My friends recently had a baby, and they're they're calling me Uncle Maddie, and um and I feel very honored to be in um my little nephew's life. I'm very excited. I'm gonna see him in less than a week. <laughs> I made him a blanket. Um, I wrote him a letter a month ago and mailed it to him. Uh, I made him this little wooden box to keep his like all his birthday cards and Christmas cards and stuff through the year so that when he's old enough to read, he can look back on them and read. Very excited. Um, so I do not have a granddaughter, but um, that's me trying to make a connection with you, Linda, that um, these new little people pop up into our lives, and it's very beautiful, and um, it's, it's really cool. So thank you, Linda, for contributing. And look at me having grandmas in the fan base Maddie K fan uh, demographic all over the place. Um, yeah, no, it's actually really funny because I <laughs> I thought a lot of uh, like when I started this specific project, uh, this podcast, I thought that like uh, I'd have a lot of like Gen Z and millennial dudes uh, 
into the content, but it's a lot, <laughs> which I love. It's a lot of Gen X and baby boomer ladies. A lot. <coughs> Thank you, Queens, for holding up the podcast and and the the brand and the community and the DOGWMK content. I thank you. We stand a queen. Uh so this um Okay, so this is from Sarah. Um Sarah sent me a very nice message. Thank you, Sarah. Uh Sarah says, "Hi. Thank you for being so vulnerable." I think she's talking about my chicken nugget addiction. I've also been feeling really down lately. Let me just read the whole thing. Hi, thank you for being... It's so... My ADHD brain wants to jump in with little improvs. Hi, thank you for being so vulnerable. I've also been feeling really down lately. It helps knowing I'm not the only one. These things help too. Yacht Rock. Clean Sheets. Great British Baking Show. Sunshine. Stay cool, dude. I appreciate you. Sarah. Sarah, thank you for this beautiful message. A couple questions. <laughs> thank you for saying that I've been being very vulnerable. Um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm just an extrovert without a filter, and I hate liars and lying. Um, I have been told by people in my life I should be a little more performancey and a little less me, but um, I feel like that would be really exhausting, so I just kind of like... I'm not afraid to, like, be happy and also be sad, you know? Um, and that just – I that's and that's something, too, that you have to practice. Sometimes being vulnerable takes practice. Um, it's very risky, but it's, it's about you, right? It's not about how people react because some people are going to make fun of you and some people are going to be like you and, and be very kind and make a connection. But it, that shouldn't change what you do. Um, uh, I've also been feeling really down lately. I'm, I'm sorry that you're feeling down, Sarah. Thank you for sharing that. I want you to know that you are strong enough to pick yourself up. It's okay to feel it, right? I'm not saying ignore it. Cry, scream, go for a run, break something, get, be cathartic. Get it out of your system. You're a human. You're not a robot. It's okay to feel these things. Okay? And then, like Rocky, if you haven't watched Rocky, watch Rocky. It's a documentary. Pick yourself up and go and do it. Try something. Um, and it helps to know I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. Okay? Um, we see beautiful people on social media doing beautiful things and a lot of it's true and a lot of it, a lot of it's a tip of the iceberg and we're not seeing these other, other situations. Um, it's kind of something that I struggle with when I'm like creating content of like, I want to be positive. I want to create positivity. I don't want to bring people problems. I want to bring people solutions and escapism and, and, and comedy and all of those things. But I also want to be real. I want to have depth. I don't want to be fake. Um, I want people to feel like... I don't want people to feel like everything is perfect all the time. I, I want people to know that the reason I want to make people laugh and make jokes is because because I understand the pain of it. 
Um, it's a very hard line to walk sometimes because I, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to bring people down. I don't want to bring my problems to other people and be like, now you deal with them. Um, but I do. And so I want to be, I want to have fun and make you laugh, but I also want it to be like, uh, authentic. That's an interesting line to walk. It's an interesting thing that people have been dealing with, with the explosion of the internet and, and the content creation and the influencers and the live streamers and the YouTubers, because before public figures were like actors and they were in movies, maybe you saw them do interviews, but even those were to be like curated by their publicists um, or maybe, um, you know, um, athletes got interviewed after games, um, but it was about the game, you know. Um, and so this this new it's very new for public figures or celebrities or content creators, influencers, live streamers, YouTubers, podcasters to kind of like merge performing and like truth of their life together. I would say that the closest thing were probably stand-up comedians because they would be performing, but they take shit from their real life and do that. But like actors weren't really doing that. Athletes weren't really doing that unless they did like activism um, outside of their careers. But this is like a very interesting time of um, people kind of being like, you get the three-dimensional picture of someone, right? You know? You don't just get the joke, but you get the like, this is how I'm feeling today. It's interesting. Reality television kind of kind of was pushing at that too. Um, but influencers, content creators, YouTubers, live streamers, podcasters, that's like this new, and it's very new. It's very new, right? So it's very, because like this, what I'm doing right now, it's performance. It's also truth. It's both at the same time. It's a very interesting thing. It's a very nuanced concept. Um, so you're not the only one. So these things help. This is what Sarah says help. Yacht Rock. What? Yacht Rock? Uh, oh, yeah. Yacht Rock. Is that when you throw a rock at a yacht? Is that when you throw a yacht at a rock? Was that a Titanic joke? Was that dark humor? You know, people died on the Titanic. You know, people died on the Titanic recently, right? How dare you? How dare you try and make us laugh? <sighs> After I read this comment, I'm blocking you. <laughs> Clean sheets are dope. Dude, I never wash my bed sheets. I really don't. It's just too much work. But when you do, they're so crisp and clean. You can... It's amazing, but you can tell that they're clean. I don't know how. I don't know if your skin has, like, taste buds, but you can tell that your sheets are clean. It's just like, how? Taste buds on your skin. They're everywhere. Um, great British baking show. <sighs> I believe in diversity. I believe in free will. And if you want to watch the Great British Breaking Show and that makes you happy, I support you. That's all I'm going to say about that, okay? That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, and Sunshine, dude, Sunshine, sometimes if you're sad, you need to just, like, 
put on sunscreen so the sun doesn't eat you. Get some sunshine, vitamin D, take vitamin D gummy, drink a glass of water, go for a walk. Specifically, if you can find a walk near a body of water, even if it's just a pond or a stream, there's something scientific about humans. We see water makes us happy because when we were cave people, we needed water or we would die. Okay, so uh, it's just these primal. We used to walk everywhere. We walked constantly. That's what we did. It makes you feel alive. You sweat. Feel like a. It. it all these cliche, corny, lame catchphrase things are true. Drink water. Get sleep. Go for a walk. Get sunshine. Tell someone you love them. Make something with your hands. And you feel better. I understand you might have something going on chemically in your brain, or you might have an illness, or you might have situational struggles. Okay, I understand that. I understand that going for a walk is not going to bring your dead grandma back to life. I get it. But you can't change that your grandma died. You can change if you get up off your ass and go for a walk. Okay? This is what happened to you. You can't control that. This is what you do with it. You can control this. This is my clamp. It's how I hang that sheet up. But I'm also using it to fidget with. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And thank you for being vulnerable with us. All right. Um, this is from Heather on Instagram. Um, anytime I'm feeling down, lost, alone, I reach out to everyone minus the people. It wouldn't make sense. AKA the plumber, even long lost friends, etc. And I just start a conversation with, Hey, I've been thinking about you. How are you doing? And I always make sure to keep the convo on them. And then I get to reconnect with people I care about. And I remember that I am indeed not alone, not lost, and it gets me out of my head. I then extend that to strangers. I force myself to engage somehow with people in the public and smile, open a door or start a conversation about them. Again, forces your brain to shift onto others. Something about being selfless and generous and grateful for these little interactions helps me a ton. Heather, you hit the nail on the fucking head. I love this response so much because Heather is not a victim. Heather is taking initiative. Heather's not controlling what happens to you, but what you do. So you have these feelings, feeling sad, down, you pick yourself up, you do something about it, right? You don't just let life dictate to you. You say who you are. You don't get told who you are. I love that attitude. Um, you're proactive. You reach out to people, okay? Um, and you reconnect, and you, and you make it about them, right? That's a great thing, too, um, because now you are giving people joy as opposed to, like, requesting joy from people, which when you give joy, you get joy back um, directly just from yourself and then indirectly from them, Um and that's a great way, too, of just being like, you uh, remind yourself you're not alone. You're not lost because that, that's a hard feeling is when you're feeling alone. It gets you out of your head because life is happening out here. I know that life is um, a, a, a hallucination in your brain, right? You don't see with your eyes. You see with your brain, that kind of a thing. Um 
right? Because it's like, oh, you breathe with your mouth and your nose. It's like, well, if you cut a little hole here, you could breathe through here, too. You breathe with your lungs. You don't really breathe with your mouth or your nose. You breathe with your lungs. Um, so it's like, right, this life is happening out here, even though we experience it in our heads. Sometimes we're experiencing it too much in our heads. Um, and then I extend that to strangers. You force yourself to engage with people. I love that, too, right? Because sometimes things aren't always fun. Sometimes you're excited to go to the gym. Sometimes you're not excited to go to the gym, but you go to the gym. You have that discipline, right? I feel this way about art. You don't need to be inspired. You need discipline. You want to be a writer? Write something. Oh, I'm not inspired. Doesn't matter. Oh, I have a writer's block. Doesn't matter. Open up your laptop. Start writing. I have writer's block. I don't know what to write. I'm staring at a blank screen. This blank screen is blank. It's white. It's white like vanilla ice cream. And I feel lost, like lost in the white snow. Look, there you go. You're being creative. Do it. You have to do the thing. You don't need to be inspired. You need to do it. Is it nice if people believe in you? Yeah. Is it nice if you believe in yourself? Yeah. But you don't, you don't even need to believe in yourself. You just need to do the thing. Oh, I want to be a New York Times bestselling novel writer. I wish my friends believed in me, but they don't. I don't even know if I believe in me. It doesn't matter. It's nice if you believe in yourself, but you don't need to. Just write. You just have to do the thing. Oh, I can't bring myself to it. That's where discipline comes in. And this is coming someone with ADHD executive dysfunction, okay? <laughs> like, you have to, uh, and sometimes you'll make some shit, but then you'll make some good stuff. I'm not a big believer in, like, having a thing in here and doing it, and it's that thing. I always discover stuff as I make it. I never know how stuff's going to be. I'm, I record a podcast episode. I don't really know what it's going to be. I thought today's episode was going to be done in, like, 12 minutes. We're at, like, an hour and 22 minutes. Um, you're welcome. Um, but you have to, you have to force it, open the door for somebody, ask, ask the cashier how their day is going, smile at somebody. This is, these are risky things. These are you getting out of your head and doing them. Um, but I like, I like the words you use again, forces your brain to shift onto others. I really like that because sometimes you don't, you know, I, I, what if I didn't eat any vegetables today? I force myself to eat my green gummies so I can get nutrients, right? For, you know, sometimes you got to do things that aren't fun. Um, something about being selfless and generous with these little interactions helps me a ton. You know, sometimes if I'm somewhere and some dude is just like, like, and like, Like, hey, man, like, cool hair. It makes me feel so, for the rest of the day. You never know, you, you say something, oh, like, cool shoes, dude. Like, so, so, somebody could carry that with them. Or it could just, it could just lift. It's, I, it's such, like, a, it sounds so, like, lame, but it's so true and... If, if if we said nice things to each other, I think life would be a lot more fun. I think people are scared. They don't want to bother people. They don't want people to, to feel like they're going to ask them for something. Um, 
they, they don't know if someone's going to react. Maybe they might not know if it's safe or not. You don't know. You don't know people from anything. You can try and use discernment skills, but I mean, you'd be a mate. Like some people you might think don't look very nice and they turn out to be very, very kind. And some people you think are going to be nice. This one lady, I, I was at the arts and crafts supply store and I overheard this lady on the phone. Um, like she needed help, like looking at some, uh, yarn and I was going to like, Oh, like I can help. I know about yarn. I can help. And she was so mean to me. She was so fucking mean to me. And it was, it, it took me aback because she was like, she was like, I don't know. I'm not good with telling age. She was like 50 to 70. I don't know. She could have been 50. She could have been 60. She could be 70. I don't know. She had like a lot of gray hair. Um, and I was like, Ooh, grandma vibes. Like she's going to be very sweet. She's going to call me sweetheart or something. She did not. She was a fucking piece of shit is what she was towards me in that moment. Um, so it can be scary. Um, but, um, but I like this response, Heather, uh, continue doing this. This is great. And I love that you're not the victim. I love that you're proactive in your happiness. You know, I love that. Um, okay. Jigsaw says you. Well, I saw one of the Saw movies when I was younger and I haven't slept since. So please don't lock me in a basement because I will not play the game. I will, I'll just sit there and die. If you're like, let's play a game. No, Maddie doesn't play games. I'm not fake. I don't do that shit. I don't play games. I keep it real, okay? If you clamp my in this, okay, I guess I got a clamp now. It's a new piercing because I'm not playing that game. So please do not stalk me, Jigsaw. Um, so this is, I believe your name is Adrian. Adi, Adri, Adrian. Adrian says swimming in rivers that are cold, but not super cold. Nevada, the state of. Even though I live in Northern Cali, I love skipping over to Nevada for the views, the old mines, the bars, even though I quit alcohol, the wild horses and the hot springs. Thank you for clarifying that Nevada um, is a state. <laughs> oh, I like Nevada, the state, not the ketchup. Are you thinking about Nevada, the tofu? I'm talking about Nevada, the state. <laughs> Nevada or Nevada? You know what I mean? I bet you, I bet you, I bet 80 says Nevada because that's what I've heard in like Colorado, Colorado. Um, dude. Nevada's cool, but thank you for giving us this new cool shit because when I think of Nevada, I think of crab legs at the buffets in Vegas, uh, and I think of Area 51. I think of aliens and the government, but I have heard of like Reno and Tahoe, like Lake Tahoe area. This is interesting. Um, the views, beautiful. I bet there's like a lot of cool rocks. Old mines. I would love to explore old mines. I would like to try and find some diamonds, some coal. Um, 
maybe an old treasure map, an old note in a bottle, uh, a corn, um, corn. I don't know where there would be corn. Maybe somebody ate corn on their lunch break. I don't know. I don't know why I said corn. Um, or maybe I do and I just I can't tell you. Uh, old that would be so cool. Like caves, basically. Mines are like man-made caves. If you want to go into a cave, but you're like, this is too natural, and you want something a little bit more like man-made, check out a mine. Um, no, but that looks so cool with like the wood over top of it. Um, I really want to do that now. Maybe I could go do that. Uh, the bars, even though you quit alcohol. Uh, I quit alcohol too because of my heart. I take this little heart pill, and if I drink alcohol, it cancels out the heart pill. So, just marijuana for me, please. <laughs> marijuana and sugar. Um, I just get a uh, when I go to bars, I get a club soda with lime. Uh, and then um, the wild horses and the husbands. Wild horses. It's really interesting to think of some animals as being wild, right? Because you think of, like, a squirrel, and you're like, that's cool. But then you think of, like, I think of horses as being, like, people have them. But that they're still wild horses? I wonder if they've always been wild. Or if they were just, like, set free. And they're just, like, the descendants. Like, I wonder if they've always escaped, like, humans. Wild horses, that's crazy. I would give them apples. And the hot springs. Hot springs sounds cool. It sounds like a jacuzzi. But I, it, it might make me nervous that, like, lava could boil up and kill me. But as long as that doesn't happen, I feel like that's pretty good. 80, Adri, Adrian, thank you for your contribution. And enjoy Nevada or Nevada, whichever state you go to. Um, this next one is from Samantha. Samantha says, the first snow of the season. <laughs> it looks like vanilla ice cream and marshmallow, and I want to eat it. Um, it's a very beautiful sentiment. The first snow of the... I do love... Um, I love snow in December, and that's it. Sometimes it snows in October, and mostly snows in February. Once January 1st hits, I'm ready for spring. I feel like winter should end December 31st. Like, it should be like, three, two, one, happy new year. It's spring. Um, I like, this is, this is, the if I could make reality, this is the reality. January through April is spring. May is a hybrid month. June, July, August, summer powerhouse nothing changes september october november fall pumpkin pie apple cider cozy cozy fireplace blankets good movies um then december's winter and that's it it's one month of winter it snows every day um it snows december 1st it snows every day um, and then January 1st is spring again. Fuck March. 
March 3rd will be like snowy slush, and then March like 17th is like sweat. March is confused. You know what I'm getting at. And I don't like it. It might be controversial, but I just feel like March needs to figure out if it's winter or spring. It wants to be blended, which maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I mean, March has free will. So maybe it should be allowed to just straddle seasons. Um, I can't control March. It's its own thing. One twelfth out of the year, it rules. So maybe I should, maybe I should just relax and let March be. It's 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 nuanced, complicated, layered, blended, collaged self. I've changed my mind. March, you do you. I support you. I believe in you, Samantha. Thank you for that. That's a very beautiful sentiment. Snow. All right, our last submission is from Crystal. Crystal had a very beautiful message too. I've always had depression, but when my mother passed away a few years ago, it became uncontrollable. It has its ups and downs since then, but what helps bring the happiness back is having small moments just for me. Having something to wake up to, a special coffee, a meal, reading affirmations, reading a book I've been excited for, buying myself something I've been wanting. As weird as it sounds, sometimes I just allow myself to cry it out. It feels so much better after. I feel like I can get back to smiling and living. Maybe that's more grief. I'm not sure. Anyway, I hope that helps. It does help. It does help, Crystal. Um, a lot of people deal with depression and um, and depression. Depression can be many things, but Sometimes depression is a thing in your brain with chemical or um, mental health situations you're dealing with or situational. And, and sometimes it's um, uh, it kind of comes and goes. Right. And it's so and so both things are valid and both things have to be addressed um, for your health. Um, sometimes it can be one or the other. Sometimes it can be both. Um, when your mother passed away, thank you for sharing that with us. I know that's a very personal thing. Thank you for being vulnerable with us about that. Um, uncontrollable. That's such, and I mean this in a positive way, that's such a beautiful thing when you think about, because this is how I think about um, dealing with losing loved ones because I lost my grandma and she's very close. I was very close to her. It's the only person I've lost that I really loved and knew um, is how beautiful that you love someone so much that it causes that grief. I heard somebody say the other day that um, his brother passed away and it still makes him sad. And he said, he says, I, I hope it always makes me sad because if it didn't make me sad, that I didn't love my brother or or I, I'm not missing him or that pain, it reminds me of how great he he was, right? And and I think about that with like my grandma of like if I didn't really care or love her, it wouldn't really hurt. The fact that it hurts is that she loved me so much and I loved her. 
and how beautiful to have those people. And, and time is a place to put all of the events of existence because we can't all exist at once, even though that's quantum physics. That's how many people believe that reality exists in one moment, but we go through time so we can experience it. Um, but I, we, had, we have a place to put your mother and a place to put my grandmother and, and they go in places, right? And so my grandmother went into the place from, you know, my childhood and my teens and my 20s. Like she, that's where she exists. Um, and, and your mother exists where, you know, she was with you. And um, I was really comforted by when that person said, like, I hope I always feel sad when I think about my brother because he's so amazing that, of course, it hurts. And that hurt is, you know, my grandma was like a river of love that flowed into my life. And then when she died, that stream dried up. The faucet got turned off. And I felt that I was sad for her, but I was, to be honest, I was very, it's like, selfishly, I was sad because I had less love flowing into my life. You know, let's just be real. I missed her, and I was upset for her. She's 94. She lived her life. She wasn't going to be around forever. I am missing out on that love it dries up right i'm you know and so it means something and i think that that pain and that grief is a reminder of the love that exists that can't be touched that will always exist in that moment and you know that and it can't be taken away. Even if the person is taken away, the love that they gave you is untouchable because it's suspended in that moment, in that place of time. If we think about time as a place, and that can't be destroyed. And, um, and these are just words, right? Maybe they make you feel better. Maybe they don't make you feel better. I hope they do. That's what humans connecting and sharing things with is we can't control right our reality so so we we control the reality that we create with each other and with ourselves um and these are things i tell myself to feel better when i think about my grandmother um that love can't be touched and um and I just really liked, I think it was the actor Billy Bob Thornton. You probably Google or YouTube like Billy Bob Thornton talking about his brother and it'll come up. I think that's who it was. Um, it just really struck me when he was like, I hope, I hope that I always feel sad when I think about him and angry that he's not here because I hope it always hurts. Because like it, sh he was, I think he said something like it should hurt. If I can find the clip, I'll, I'll play it. I'll put it right here, or I'll just play it, and you can hear it. Um, I'm still learning about all of that uh, fair use legal stuff. Um, but I just really like that, that it should hurt. And that's kind of going back to what um, Jero and said, too, about sometimes how 
the pain can the shadow proves the sunshine right or the pain can open up those things and and i think too that's why life is beautiful because it doesn't last forever because it could end at any moment um and <clears throat> that's why we only have so much time time is the most valuable and expensive thing that you can give to somebody which is also a thing pay attention who gives you their time cuz time is the most expensive thing. It's the only thing you can't get back and you can't get more of. You only have what you have. You don't even know how much you have. That's like having a bank account, but you don't know how much money is in the bank account and you have to just go about your day. Kind of terrifying, right? But it just maybe makes you more aware of all those purchases, right? And so because we don't know how much time we have, maybe we're more aware of how we spend that time, right? I like to let the people in my life know that they're important to me by giving them my time. Um, I also try to do that with my podcast and my content and my brand um, of showing, like, responding to people, um, commenting back on people's comments, and um, showing them that they spend time with my content and I want to spend time with them and that uh, I acknowledge that their time is valuable and that I don't take it for granted, and that they're not just a number, they're an actual person with a life, and um, the fact that you want to be involved with me, and uh, share in my art, and literally help me build my career, because if you don't have people supporting you, you literally cannot do a career in any way, especially the entertainment industry, the art industry, whether it's podcasting, acting, um, uh live streaming, uh, stand-up, uh, clothing brand that I secretly have that none of you know about, maybe a couple of you know about, depends how good you are at stalking. Um, so yeah, uh, it makes it more appreciable. Um, so thank you for sharing. Um, I just made all of that about me. I'm trying to make a connection. Uh, <laughs> Crystal's being vulnerable talking about your mom and I'm just like let's this is this is me thank you for sharing that crystal I really appreciate that um I don't know exactly how you feel at all of course um I do know how I felt about my grandma um when my grandma died I didn't brush my teeth for two months um so I hope that any of the things that I said help because what you're sharing with us is helping me and helping everybody watching and listening. Um, I also, you're reiterating the small things, which I love. A coffee, a meal, eat a candy bar, makes you feel good, right? And don't feel guilty about it. Enjoy. If you're going to do something, enjoy it. Um, reading a book, I, I, I do need to read more. Story of my life. Um it's funny because when I do read, I do enjoy it. I'm like, I should do this more. I just never think about it. I'm always like, ooh, a movie. Uh, I'm very visual. Um, buying yourself something you've been wanted. Hey, I like the honesty. We all do it. A lot of people don't bring that up, but thank you for being truthful. Yeah, buy something that you want. It makes you feel good, and you deserve to do that. Um, cry it out. I, a word that I love is catharsis. We are humans. We're not robots. I will cry. If I want to cry, I'm going to cry. I 
have a very vivid memory of I was in a department store in a mall in a Delaware, in a Delaware, in Delaware. How many are there? I think there's just one. Um, and I was buying clothes and I was with my sister and I think I was like buying t-shirts. I was going to make t-shirts for something that I was doing. Um, I, I don't know how many of you know this, but I've been pursuing my career since I was 14 years old um, in person, in real life, on stage, um, in various forms, and then also like on the internet. Um, so I've been doing this type of stuff a long time. Um, this specific project, Delusions of Grandeur with Maddie K, I started in 2019, um, but, uh, but I've been doing things since I was 14. And I just like started crying because I was feeling very defeated. And this this was like, I don't even know when this was. This was like five years. I think my grandma was still alive. This must have been, this must have been like 2017, 2018. Um, and I just started crying because I was like, I didn't know what was going on with my career, with my life. I um, I was just feeling very defeated and um, I was just standing in the middle of the department store, holding a bunch of clothes, just sobbing. And not just like, like, <laughs> like, I, you know, uh, making a meal out of that shit. And, uh, you know, and my sister's there and, I, and people walk around. And I don't even know if they. And it's like throwing up or having diarrhea. Get or you, you scream. Get it out of your system. You do feel better. You do. You feel it. And also being strong. I do not think showing emotion is weakness. I think it shows strength and honesty. And also on top of that, the fact that you know that people perceive it as weakness and you still don't give a fuck is even more boss. Like, because it's like, it takes strength to be vulnerable and honest. It takes strength to show your emotions. But then on top of that, to be like, I know I'm going to be perceived as weak and I don't give a fuck. There's a lot of times where I do things in life where I know it's going to make me look a certain way because of the society that we live in. And I just still do it, not because I want to be perceived that way, but, but because I want people to know that I do not give a fuck. If I want to cry, I'm going to fucking cry. I will feel better. I'm not doing it for attention. I'm doing it because it's what's inside. It's a natural response. Crying is the human way of dealing with that emotion, getting it out. Otherwise, you build it. What do people say? Stress ball, squeeze, go for a run, exercise, get your stress. It gets it out. Otherwise, stress lives in you, in your body. You've got to get it out one way or another. And that is how Mother Nature, the universe, whoever, whatever, we do. We cry. Dogs cry. Crying is natural. So, you know, I don't feel, you know, you want to cry, fucking cry. And, like, it's not weak. And the thing is, too, is, like, don't hide it. Because that's, like, oh, you know it's weak. You think it's, like, go all out. You know, be like... Can I get your attention, please? I'm going to sob now. Um, and you feel better afterwards. I mean, and that's, you know, Crystal says it. I feel better afterwards. Um, and you get back to living and smiling. 
we're not always happy, right? I always have brown eyes, but but I'm not always happy. I'm not always sad. You know, it goes up and down like the ocean that I love. Um, and you get back to it, right? Otherwise, you're going to hold on to it. And that's like, too, how resentment works. To you hold on to it instead of getting it out of your system, right? Um, maybe that's grief. I'm not sure. Hey, I, I don't think any of us are sure about anything. Um, except ice cream is delicious. Anyway, I hope this helps. It does help, Crystal. Thank you very much. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being vulnerable, but vuln vulnerable with us. Um, I love that I stuttered on the word vulnerable. I'm going to keep that in, of course. Um, and thank you for giving us uh, your way, your ways. And also, the last thing I want to say too is that even though I did not know your mother, the fact that you love her so much tells me that she was a wonderful person and how great it is to be loved by her and for you to love her. And that even though I don't know anything about her, I can tell that she was good because you love her. Love, currently, still, right? So that's my tiny little, If even if that helps you for just a little blip of a moment, um, I, I hope that helps, and I do mean that. You guys, one hour, 49 minutes. Shit, dude. I mean, cheers, bruv. Like, this is, you know, this is a beautiful, this is a beautiful episode. And I, 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 uh, I connected some of these dots, but I didn't even really share what makes me happy. Maybe that could be uh, another episode of what makes me happy. This is like two hours. This is like, this is like 12 episodes. Should I just make these 12, 10 minute episodes to be more digest? I want to make them like 10 minutes because I wanted to free myself of this. It's so funny. If I plan an hour episode, I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to talk about? And then it becomes sh shit and forced. So I'm like, Oh, just make, Little LaCroix is fighting me. 10 minute episodes, because then it's like blah 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 blah. The, the the thing is though, if these if these episodes are over an hour, like they can't be uploaded to Facebook. I can put it on YouTube. Um, but uh it it can't be uploaded to Facebook. Um so um to everybody who's listening on um audio only to the podcast only if you're on the podcast app whether that's apple or android or or you're listening on amazon or spotify or stitcher or radio fm or i don't really know where all the podcast goes to if you could maybe let me know if, you, if you're listening to this on audio if you could maybe let me know through social media or through email d-o-g-w-m-k podcast at gmail.com or any social media at d-o-g-w-m-k um, where you listen to it and or where you would like to, but it's not coming through. Like maybe if you're like, oh, I like, you know, Amazon music, but it's not available. Let me know so I can check that. Um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, yeah. Uh, Wherever you stream audio and get your podcast from, you can watch on YouTube. You can listen um, wherever you stream your audio from. Um, 
Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for spending time with me. If you've made it this far, thank you for giving me two hours of your life. Um, I hope that I uh, comforted you and kept you cozy. I hope I made you laugh a couple times. I hope it made you think. I hope I challenged you. I hope I don't sound like a pretentious, arrogant prick <laughs> right now. Um, but in all honesty, if you seriously are listening right now and you made it this whole two hours through, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for believing in me and supporting me and being here. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, so uh, until next time, stalk me on social media. Check out the memes. Check out the one-minute videos. Um, and uh, hang loose. Eat some ice cream. And I will see you next time. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't really need an ending for part two, but I figured I had a beginning and an end for part one, and I had a beginning for part two, and I didn't want the end of part two to feel left out, so this is the end of part two. Uh, <laughs> thank you.